Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 451, How to Make Innovative Ideas a Natural Process in Your Career, by Judah Pollack with digtofly.com. And I am Dan, I am your host and narrator here, and a very Merry Christmas if you are celebrating today and listening in real time. This is, of course, Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you from some of the very best blogs on entrepreneurship and much more. And uh, today I've got a post uh, from dig to fly So with that, we're going to get right to it as we start optimizing your life. How to Make Innovative Ideas a Natural Process in Your Career by Judah Pollack with digtofly.com. Recently in Edinburgh, I sat down to enjoy a pot of afternoon tea. I had my potbelly teapot, more than a splash of full-fat cream, a scone, and across from me, a series of pictures of J.K. Rowling. I had wandered into the elephant house, the tea shop where J.K. Rowling had begun writing the first Harry Potter book. To my left was the table where she wrote. As testament to how long ago it was and how poor she was, there were pictures of her writing by hand in a notebook. This image of J.K. Rowling working hard, writing every day, is the one that has become famous. It is an image of the typical 20th century work ethic. But how did Rowling come up with the idea in the first place? What did her moment of insight look like? She was stuck on a train. Her train from Manchester to London got stuck on the tracks for four hours, and the young woman who had been writing stories since she was six was too shy to ask to borrow a pen when hers ran out of ink. There was nothing to do but stare out the window. I really don't know where the idea came from, she has said. It came, just came, and it arrived fully formed. I was on the train when I suddenly had this basic idea of a boy who didn't know who he was. He was a young boy attending a school of wizardry. It started with Harry, and then all these characters and situations came flooding into my head. J.K. Rowling has described the experience as, Harry just walked into my head, and it was so unexpected that she didn't even have a working pen. Hard work. The key here is that for all the hard work she put in after the fact, the moment of insight came during her downtime. It came when she was staring out the window. In the book, The Chaos Imperative, which I wrote with Ori Braffman, we call this downtime white space, and it's an essential ingredient to the 21st century workday. Why, you may ask? Because as our economy shifts from the creation of goods to the creation of knowledge, we are asking that all of our workers become more innovative. And what the neuroscience tells us is that to be more innovative, we need to spend more time in the white space. Examples abound. Einstein discovered the first concept of his general theory of relativity, equivalency, while leaning back in his chair, arms above his head, taking a break from his work at the patent office. Like J.K. Rowling, the innovation came in the white space. Importance of dreaming Dmitry Mendeleev discovered the structure of the periodic table in a dream. The brilliant Indian mathematician Ramanujan said his discoveries came to him in dreams. He credited the goddess Namajiri with writing the equations on his tongue, and every morning he had the ritual of awakening and writing down his discoveries. Thomas Edison was famous for taking catnaps. Sleep, daydreaming, spacing out, 
All of these inefficient uses of time in a production economy are becoming important uses of time in a knowledge economy. The reason is because white space is essential for optimal brain performance. Take the beloved but endangered practice of napping. Researchers have found that the effects after a short 5-15 to minute nap are almost immediate. People were more alert and their brains are functioning faster. The effects last for 1-3 to hours. A longer nap of 30 minutes caused a period of sleep inertia upon first waking up, but then people showed improved cognitive awareness for a longer period of time, up to a few hours. Longer naps of an hour or more are not beneficial. You'll be happy to know the best time to grab a 20-minute nap is right after lunch. White space. But why does white space make us more innovative? The answer is a little part of our brains called the default mode network, DMN. The DMN is a network of about 10 brain regions that deal with things from autobiographical memory to error prediction to future forecasting to translation of sensory information. When these disparate brain regions start talking to each other, novel connections start to be made. The DMN is your insight factory, but it doesn't work when you're busy and on task. It works best and presents its information to you when you are in white space. That is why rolling, Einstein, Ramanujan, and Mendeleev all had their insights while not focusing on their work. If you want to be more innovative or you want your employees to be more innovative, you have to create the white space for the DMN to flourish. This means the most efficient systems now must have built-in inefficiencies. How can you do that? It's all about giving yourself downtime and shifting your focus. Key takeaways. Take a short nap after lunch. Sounds crazy, but the research doesn't lie. Take a short walk when you feel your energy lag. Watch a random YouTube video in the middle of the day. Meditate for five minutes in the middle of a project or between meetings. Help someone on a totally unrelated project to spark new connections. Start a new book and read a few pages during your breaks and before bed. Go to lunch with people and agree to not talk about anything work-related. And play. Keep toys at your desk. Create physical, tactile input to your brain. The sudden appearance of innovative ideas is a natural process. When asked if anything like Harry Potter popping into her head had ever happened before, J.K. Rowling replied, yes, truthfully, and then she laughed. I mean, other ideas have just come to me. Ideas do come to you. When I sat down to write this post, I drew a blank. So I got up and made a cup of tea. I mindlessly dunked my tea bag up and down in the water. Tea took me back to Scotland. And that took me to the elephant house and Harry Potter. And I knew how to begin. You just listened to the post titled How to Make Innovative Ideas a Natural Process in Your Career by Judah Pollock with digtofly.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now 
and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Judah. Judah Pollack is a former faculty member of Stanford StartX and a current lecturer at UC Berkeley's Haas School of Business. As a speaker and strategic advisor in the art of leadership, he works regularly with the U.S. Army's Special Forces and Red Team University, as well as civilian clients such as the Plexus Institute, Airbnb, IDEO.org, and the North Face. Come by judapollack.com for a lot more. And also I want to thank Carl Stabe for giving us permission to narrate articles from his site, digtofly.com, which means, by the way, dig deep to fly high. Carl helps entrepreneurs understand their struggles and then turn them into stepping stones. In 2010, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer and was then laid off from his job in 2011. And while those were obviously really difficult situations, he calls them blessings in disguise. Since then, he has stopped doing work that doesn't fit with his passions and instead now focuses on things he truly cares about. He is the author of the book, Bring Gratitude, and uh, he's got a lot to offer on his site, so please do come check it out. Again, it's digtofly.com, and I have that linked in this episode's description. He's also got a podcast, and you can find the Dig to Fly podcast wherever you get your audio. But that's gonna do it for today. Again, hope you're having a very Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Holidays. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back here with you tomorrow. And that's where your optimal life awaits.